I want to go to our phone lines this morning and talk to Steve Gill with the Gill Report. This segment, always sponsored by God Bless the USA Bible. Find out more at GodBlessTheUSABible.com. Steve, first and foremost, want to say thank you for filling in on Monday. Heard lots of good reports. How was the show? It was fun. It was great. We had plenty to talk about, and uh, hopefully... Uh... Uh, uh, some of your listenership survived me doing uh, doing the show on Monday. Hopefully people were still listening on Tuesday. No, they were still listening, and I got a <laughs> lot of great reports. It's always good to actually have the people that weigh in. That would be you, Scotty, rotating guests, and more more like friends at this point. Actually, here in Memphis, in studio, I was I was very happy to see you in the chair. So appreciate that. All right. So, I'm just thrilled that I could stop by McDonald's and get a coffee and not uh, be part of the uh, attempted drive-through robbery at the uh, Memphis <laughs> on Poplar. I mean, we've talked before about how crime is is uh, bleeding out of inner city Memphis into the suburbs, and we've had several really horrific incidents. Carjackings are taking place. You had the the uh, kind of running uh, gunfight. Uh, out in uh, East Memphis uh, just the other day, and now yeah. you know a guy tries to or actually I guess tries to rob a McDonald's drive-through on Poplar. I'm, I'm glad I just got coffee. Yeah. Oh no, it's uh, it's happening every single day. I just know the city they were behaving themselves because when we do have an out of towner like yourself from Nashville, uh, we just tried to behave ourselves. So happy to see the city not uh, <laughs> taking your belongings. All right. So yesterday, oh, revenge is sweet, isn't it? Seeing the former Twitter executives who met with the House Oversight Committee want to play a little bit of audio from Marjorie Taylor Greene on them banning her Twitter account during the election. Take a listen and cut one. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn. Now, here's something that disgusts me about you. In your doctoral dissertation entitled Gay Data, you argued that minors should have access to Grindr, an adult male gay hookup app. Minors? Really? You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. Steve, the tables have turned, haven't they? Man, I haven't seen so much squirming since the last time I went fishing and was putting a uh, earthworm on a fish hook. I mean, it was ridiculous. And 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 not only have they committed perjury in the past, but some of their responses under oath before that congressional hearing were clearly perjurous. I think one of them uh, denied that they had any political bias. Give me a break. Uh, but again. We'll see if there are any consequences for their actions. I know one of the members of Congress told them to prepare for arrest for their uh, uh, involvement in election fraud. We'll we'll see if anything happens again as long as you have uh, 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 Merrick Garland as the uh, head of uh, the Justice Department, as our attorney general. There won't be any prosecutions coming out of the federal Justice Department. But in two years, when things change, uh, these folks may still be liable for their criminal misconduct. Yeah. It will be definitely interesting to see. That was on the federal side, a committee, uh, committee that was the House Oversight Committee. Also committees happening in Nashville at the state capitol. And Daily Wire host Matt Walsh took them to town, these Democrat representatives that are pushing these transgender surgeries on minors. I mean, it is not, it, it's not sensical. I mean, it is just 
ludicrous that this is where we are in the state of Tennessee. I want you to take a listen to Matt Walsh grilling these guys. I found it interesting. One of our uh, um, people uh, testified today that they uh, had their gender affirming surgery at 16. And I know uh, you in former comments mentioned uh, this uh, on your blog. At about 16, you're an adult who's mature and can make decisions. Uh, you're that at 16. I don't care what anybody says. Even going so far as to say, you know, 16 people, uh, when you're 16, you should be married and uh, and could be pregnant or should be pregnant. Um, so I'm curious if 16 is. Uh, a uh, an adult in your view uh, why does this bill have uh, the uh, minor de- defined as 18 uh, Mr. Well, that's, uh, yeah that's that's a hit piece you took from media matters uh, from something when I was a, a radio host uh, 13 14 years ago in my early 20s uh, it's also not an accurate reflection of what I actually said um, I was talking about uh, the fact that people tended to marry young historically and that's all that that was about um, how does that relate to, the, to this subject? Just curious of your definition of, of if you feel like people are adults at 16 should... Well, people uh, are adults just... at 18, uh, but actually your, your brain is not fully developed until you're 25. So we should be having a conversation about whether we should even be doing these surgeries to people at 18. But certainly before 18, it's, it's absurd. I mean, do you, do, you, do you think that a 16-year-old can meaningfully consent to having their body parts removed? Do, do you? No? We do not. Yeah, we ask the questions. It's not for you. It's, uh, okay. Representative Hammer, you are recognized. On the topic of squirming, Steve. <laughs> we'll ask the questions here. We'll, we'll show our ignorance. We won't let you expose it further. Yes, yeah, the, the bizarre thing about this whole transgender business, and you had uh, you know hundreds of, of uh, transgender advocates uh, occupy the Oklahoma uh, Capitol the other day. No, no charges of insurrection brought against them, even though it was as uh, outrageous as what we saw on, on January 6th uh, in Washington, D.C. You know, what is bizarre is this, is this promotion of, of transgender uh, activism and surgery by, by the Democratic liberal left. When we're talking about maybe 0.1% of the population, you, you have this surge of, of identification issues by young children being promoted by the uh, LGBTQ activists uh, in our schools, in the Democratic Party, in our society. And, and it, is, it is a very um, rare incidence where you actually have someone who is misidentified in their view as male or female, particularly at young ages. And, and yet the mantra of the Democratic Party has become that uh, we need to be not only promoting, but putting these kind of permanent surgical changes in young children at, at, at even below the age of 16 is their new, I guess, with the idolatry of the Democratic Party worshiping at the, uh, at the idol of transgenderism. They are advocates of killing unborn babies up till moments before birth, even though they deny that. They are uh, wearing their abortion uh, pins at the State of the Union address. Remember when the Democrats then used to have the, the claim that uh, they wanted abortion to be legal, rare and safe yeah. and now they want it to be you know you could almost do it at a drive-through abortion clinic they want it to be so common and so late term that there's nothing uh that's, that's positive about it just as there's nothing really positive about putting uh, young children under surgery because the trend is to promote this uh, bizarre behavior bizarre uh, application of 
I'm not really a boy, I'm a girl. And as one of the legislators pointed out to, to screams and howls from the left a week or so ago, if you're confused about what you are, just look down uh, the next time you're in the restroom and you ought to be able to figure it out. Right. I mean, it's not more difficult than that. want to get your reaction because you mentioned their extreme positions on transgender care, as they would call it, and also abortion rights. You heard in the president's State of the Union address, it was almost as though he stayed away from those and spent more time attacking Republicans on the economy, on climate change, etc. But one lie that he continues to repeat, I know the president was back down in Florida warning retirees there about Republicans wanting to end all of their Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security programs. I mean, it's just a bold-faced lie, Steve. Well, especially after he acknowledged in uh, his State of the Union after the pushback by Republicans in attendance that, okay, we're now on the same page. Nobody wants to do that. But he goes out again, continuing to repeat the lie that Republicans are coming after Social Security and Medicare. It's a lie. Uh, it, it, uh, I think it even earned four Pinocchios from the Washington Post in their fact-checking. Uh, but again, keep in mind, this guy is, is suffering from dementia, is a doddering old man who can barely walk, uh, much less uh, make, uh, make sense of any policies. And you know he's got no, no truth to tell, so he has to continue to try and create the divisiveness that was also exposed in his State of the Union. Keep in mind, this is a guy that's claiming to be the great unifier and spends his time creating division, whether it's race, whether it's political partisanship, uh, on, on every basis that he can. He has to divide America because he cannot lead America. And, and the continued lies remind me of something an old boy, uh, one of those whittlers in front of the, the county courthouses in rural Tennessee told me one time, don't worry about the lies they're telling on you. The truth they got on them is far, far worse. And that's why Democrats have to lie. They can't yeah. face the truth of what their policies actually do. They can't face the truth of what has been accomplished or not accomplished with their policies in the past. They have to lie and claim the economy is booming and doing great, uh, even though our grocery stores are still missing items and prices are about 40% higher than they were when Joe Biden took office. These are people that apparently never go grocery shopping because they claim that everything's fine, except for the people who are actually in the grocery stores facing the higher prices and empty shelves when it comes to baby formula, baby aspirin, and other things. Um, but yet Biden and the Democrats want to uh, continue to convince us or try to convince us that all is well. Yeah. All right. This is your public service announcement. Don't take your frustration at the cost of groceries and eggs, et cetera, on the actual employees at your Kroger grocery store because I almost did yesterday. I threw a tantrum at my local grocery store. I kept it civil, Steve. Uh, Get angry at this administration because it's ultimately up to them. All right, Steve. Appreciate you joining. (laughs) Absolutely. You can follow Steve not only for his great commentary, but also the guy is a meme generator and he shares the best memes in the planet on the planet. So follow him at the Gill Report and appreciate Steve joining the show every Monday, Thursday. Thanks. Have a great rest of the week.